0: I did foolishly ask my school. I said, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna chat with a couple of guys from Eagle Dynamics, ask me some questions, uh, or give me some questions, and of course they did.
1: Yeah.
0: So we've got questions. Okay, welcome back, then, to Fast Hit Performance. My name's Tim Davies, and as you can see, I'm back in the attack shack, dropping truth bombs on your personal battlefields, helping you to win the wars you are fighting, and a couple of other guys I'm bringing in to help win these wars, Simon Pearson and Ben Whiteley from Eagle Dynamics. Let's bring them in. Uh, Simon, you are business development. Yeah, is that right? it is. And Ben, your specific role, I must admit, I didn't actually know. I just know you know everything about this game, and it just scares um, me
1: your knowledge. Well, I look after the uh, external testers, Um so the closed beta testing and and all that kind of thing manage that and organize those people um so that's my main my main role really there and other than that it's supporting simon in his many endeavors
0: yeah, absolutely. As you know, of course, I use your product extensively for my business. So what you guys do impacts me on a financial way as well. So <laughs> I've got I've got a lot of interest in you putting out a really great product. And my main complaints whenever I, whenever I complain about DCS is you could split off each one of your modules and have that as a standalone sim.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then
0: you ask yeah. guys like me to teach it, and I'm I, I'm like, how much reading do you want me to do? You know, there's so much detail in there. I was watching one of Wags's video earlier on the uh the told which is the yeah. uh, launch decoy isn't it the yeah, uh, the I of,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, did, did you need to put that in oh, that's something else we've got to teach now Yeah. <laughs> do you know what it's surprisingly fun thing to use even though it doesn't actually explode or do anything fancy it's actually really good fun to use to uh you know to get mixed up with the sounds with those things and um brings a lot to the the sim i think so. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can see how we, we're going to be using that as well, especially because you can use it against air targets as well, can't you? Yeah,
1: yeah, so
2: it shows up on radar. And, yeah. you, know, you can do a lot of um, smoke and mirrors with it. Tim, I think that, uh, you know, one of the things you, you know, about standalone sims is that it shows that uh, and the popularity of your school and, and how much effort it takes to teach everything. I mean, just like in the real world, yeah. uh, it just shows you the that DCS is not for the faint hearted. I mean, it really is a commitment, uh, an amazing, an amazing commitment. And those people who stay current on, you know, four, three, four modern jets, it's astonishing, really. I mean, you know, um, Ben never ceases to amaze me with his level of knowledge, but, uh, you know, just the, 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 the sheer detail that, that, that guys and girls have to maintain to, to be even half-arsed good uh, is, is incredible. Um, so, you know, it's what makes it unique and one of the biggest discussions in the company is about you know crossover, possible crossover products. Uh, you know how do we encourage the War Thunderers and the uh, the MSFSs over to DCS uh, because it is a it is a serious time and brain hurting commitment. So you know I take my hats off as well to you and your school. I mean we both do uh, when we look at how seriously you take everything from you know from startup taxi takeoff to landing debriefing to you know accuracy in the circuit whereas you know myself and Ben are probably got a bit slapdash I would say in comparison for well,
0: sure really interesting we've got an edge we use discord and we've got an education uh, part of discord that we go into where guys uh, will bring up something that's confused them in the past it might be a, an aircraft accident in real life and they say I've read the report Tim and I don't fully really understand this and then I'll jump in there and we'll do we'll we'll flesh it out we'll flesh it out we'll we'll look at it and one of the guys last night was flying. Uh, we were doing a trip from, it's a standard teach. It's uh, exercise eight in the Primo, which is planning, um, t- it's takeoff calcs, it's fuel planning, basically. We tend to transition from the F-5 into the F-18 around about now. Guys can fly it in the F-5, but it tends to be looking at how we do fuel burn and how we just do rough calcs, as we all know, of course, we do rough calcs and then we can refine. And that's the whole trip. We go from culture, and we go to Tbilisi. It takes about 25 minutes and we're doing both aircraft. And one of the guys yesterday flew an F-5 over there and almost killed himself uh, and he wrote a whole write up on it about you know what happened and stuff i was um, reading about it this morning and if some of the things he says it would be the same as if he was writing an actual incident report in real life uh he was you know the first to launch he was he hadn't had any food he was late to the brief he hadn't been to the before he had the wrong pressure setting he didn't know what the height of the field was or we on an rps he got maxed right, out the of
2: shame. The you know Break, do you remember that video with the Harrier break guy?
0: The break the chain. Break the chain. And that's what I said to him. I said that to him. And I, actually, he said, um, one of the things that he wrote down here, um, yeah, he said, I was trying to get the buzz, you know, of, I was tr- trying to get my second circuit in and, and trying to, I, I find myself doing sillier things like dairy turns on the break. And I wrote back to him and said, look, the buzz should come from doing it professionally, being safe and setting an example for others to follow. So good analysis and write up. Always think next event and what ifs. So you don't get caught out. And I was on his wing for the last. Well, I was on someone else's wing for the last part of that. So I saw them all in. You see, I don't normally fly. But last night I did. But everyone's loving the write up because it's it's real, isn't it? So one thing I want to talk about a little bit, if you can, is this thing that's going on. Then this competition you got for the next two weeks. That's uh, something my school is quite interested in. Shall I bring up the uh, the web page there, Ben, to have a look at it.
1: Yeah, yeah let's, have a, let's have a look. It's, um, it's quite a good uh, briefing on what's going on.
0: Direct to me here. Where am I looking then? So, what's going on with the competition?
1: What we can see here so, the the competition itself is running for the next two weeks and it's uh, 24 7, um, basically, big war on the Caucasus terrain, uh, red versus blue. So, you can see there on the map, it's showing you the current status live of the mission in DCS that's running at the moment. And you can see that. There's attacks going on where the, the little stars are over the um, objectives. There's like the orange yellow stars. Yeah. So there's guys in the servers now, and that is where they're attacking and, and fighting. Um, so it, yeah, it's just ongoing two weeks, constant war. Um, and then if you go to um, the statistics page there.
2: Yeah. And- so it's twenty five. It's twenty five aside. There are two servers up. Uh, and there are four four prizes. I mean, a lot of uh, what would what would the, the purpose of this uh, exercise team is, is to understand what really works in terms of esports, to see what comes out of it from all of our content creators. So it's it, it's under You know, it's not it's not some kind of top down dictated thing. Uh, we had a look around all of the different um, content creators and 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 online web provi- online site providers. Uh, and uh, chose Buddy Spike because it was the it, it was closest to what we thought we wanted. So it really is looking at what sort of format might work for for eSports, which is why we're backing it with, you know, a few grand cash. Uh, and it's also not just uh, air-to-air. What's air-to-air is, you know, when you look at Top Gun, air-to-air is possibly, you know, the most popular. Uh, there are a whole vast way of people, I'm sure, in your school, of people who have not much interest in air to air and are much keener to do helicopter stuff or to do air to mud or just to just to fly properly so uh it, it's trying to um, embrace everybody within the dcs world equally uh, on a competition basis um so uh you know and so as i say only six hours per person per day and you have as many as 17 lives so for your in your six hours ben lost one this morning already All right. <laughs> Thank you. You by today. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: It's on
1: YouTube, but also like, uh... <laughs> but it's kid, right? Because like Simon said, it involves everyone and there's, there's, there's a resource management aspect to it as well, which is super important for like the helicopter guys in the Hueys and the MI8s. They're responsible basically for keeping all the air bases fueled. So that, that is a really important task for them. And the flip side of that is, is if you want to do air to ground strikes. Um, You can see on that map, there's various little little petrol pumps marked on the map there. And they're the fuel distribution targets. If you just zoom in a little bit, Tim, you'll see. Uh, not in there. Here we go. If you click on one of the petrol pumps. Well, these things there. Yeah. Fuel base. And then you'll see the, so that's showing you which, which air bases that supplies. Oh, yeah. So that's a valid target for the Red Force to go and attack that and destroy it. And then it removes that automatic fuel supply from those bases so that the, the blues then have to step in with their helicopters to keep those bases active
0: and how do they do that then so how do, if i was a roshi mate obviously i wouldn't because i'm a man right but let's pretend oh, i was flying helicopters for some reason and yeah. i wanted to go and pick up fuel where would i go and pick up fuel then to i'd obviously at the yeah. moment it works so we're defending the, the pumps aren't we but yeah then, say a pump got taken out how do i go do and get a was that Batumi? how do i get Batumi fuel
1: so you'd go to one of the other pumps that, that is still active and pick it up from there in the helicopter. And it's, it's done via, um, uh, crates. So you take then a crate, obviously it's how we sim it in the game, um, yeah. to get it there and then take it to the relative relevant air bases or aircraft carriers. Cause they can run out of fuel too for the air. Use the
0: comms menu to, to sort of drop off your, exactly. yeah, you work through the
1: comms menu. It's CTLD okay. basically in the comms menu. Love work it. through that. It's all, it's all explained in in game through the radio menus and pop-ups okay um i am going
0: to go and do that i'm going to go and fly helicopters about and just sneak about the place moving fuel
2: well, <laughs> awesome. well there's lots of sneaky behavior as well you see helicopters dropping off manpads uh to ambush um you know unaware jets so it's there's lots of sneaky stuff going on and sometimes you can take out a sand site and if your guys are not quick enough uh, with helicopters landing troops or getting or driving uh, tanks up to take that uh, sam site uh, the helicopters can replenish it fairly quickly uh, and then of course uh, the other thing is is the sams are quite clever i think it's a 50 or 60% chance that you know they have the, with a missile in zone trigger that if you end up within the range of a sam site it will keep quiet And it may keep quiet until you are you know in no escape zone and then suddenly yeah. you've got a missile or two missiles in the air at you, and they're below you. Uh, so the ambush, uh, the the way that that works, the way that it feels, you know, slightly dynamic and slightly scary, it is really is really uh, is really excellent. Um, yeah. And you also feel the difference. I mean, another big thing is situational awareness, which is what caught Ben and I today. We were trying to fly an F-16 harm mesh mission as a pair this morning, and we were jumped from below by a hornet, not using his radar, uh, but an AWACS-directed hornet from three foot six doing a zoom climb. Um, so I escaped with my legs between my tail back to Beslan, but poor old Benny was a flaming wreck in the, in the hills.
0: The French do that against typhoons actually, the French used to come and do that and, uh, um, yeah. thinking the typhoon didn't have a great look down, but it does, it's just, uh, it's just a tactic the French like to use, you know, low and fast, try and get crown clutter against um, typhoons, things like that. Um, it's an interesting thing, actually, because I th- what, what I see when I look at these things is people coming up with tactics and because they, they may not know the correct tactics, as it were, you start looking at this thinking, yeah, that works. That's an interesting one. I hadn't thought too much because obviously the tactics I bring, which I try not to put on YouTube so much real tactics, of course, because that's what we've learned. And of course, the longer we're out of the service, as we know, the less relevant they are. Of course, but some things we can't talk about if you've been on a red flag exercise, for example. But mm. sometimes you see people doing things in my school, I think, yeah, that's actually that's actually quite reasonable. It's not I wouldn't have thought of that. So that's quite um that's quite interesting. I might go and have a look. I might jump in there. You I might jump in those,
2: there. move on so fast, and you know, when you look at, for example, yeah. where we're flying a couple of clicks battle uh or card formation and you you look at f-35s and they're flying we're flying 30 clicks apart yeah wow that's quite something uh yeah
0: Yeah. i remember the f-15s used to fly a massive eight ship wall didn't they and everyone thought that's amazing and now you know crikey you've got data links linking everyone up and as you said f-35s flying you know 30 30 miles walls um if i put my if i jump in and it says fjp do i get the entire red four coming at me do i
1: so I think- uh, yeah,
2: you do. You, what what we found was when Ben and I was funny when we were testing, um, we we were testing with the uh, with more uh, um, uh, more uh, of Buddy Spike. So so we would go in and test test the servers, which was which was fascinating work. And what we found was we thought right, let's go somewhere quiet, mm. let's go to Syria '80s, and let's just see how this works. And we'd be in there, and within twenty minutes, there's seventeen people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, like dogs. And, and we suffered badly i think i suffered a lot worse than ben did but you know it's just yeah. it's just one of those things it's quite interesting so yeah your presence would be very welcome tim and i do think that uh you know working in you you've got to work you've either got to work either directly with an awax like the fa team was doing this morning as we saw or you've got to be at least in pairs because uh because sa really is everything if you're alone unarmed and unafraid you just toast you know you're really vulnerable for anybody
0: yeah that's no. what we find when we did a massive pvp so that's player versus player if people don't know what that means but um we do that on friday night sometimes because the I, I treat my school as a university and then on friday night from five o'clock in the evening until everyone falls asleep we have um we, we do anything you know we will have a theme there'll be the newest player the newest um sorry the newest student can pick the music for the night and we play some music and uh last time we did a to prep for this we did a big pvp And we found exactly that. I ended up, we're in Nellis. I ended up with a dude on the wing. Actually, one of my students is very accomplished now. And we're beaming threats coming out of Groom Lakes. I'm beaming like you are doing Red Flag, real, beaming. And I had to abort and get myself out of there because I'm going to get shot by an F-16. It was doing Mark 1.6 at 40,000 feet. I'm like, I can't do anything. I'm I'm on the deck. I'm in the weedosphere. You know what I mean? I'm hiding behind rocks in a Hornet. Waiting to get shot. So um it, it's amazing when you when you are talking with people, and then we had other jets that we're talking to coming over the top to try and engage the F 16. As soon as they start engaging him, we can then turn in and go direct to target, you see. Yeah. Get shot by an I, S-11. Remember
2: this, I remember when the F3 first got data link back in uh, I can't remember if it was red flag eighty six or whether it was green flag ninety-five or one of the others I was at, but the the F threes, um, Blue Circle Airways, uh, because yeah. they had a concrete in the nose instead of a radar, but the F3's got lock got link sixteen for the first time. And uh, they were suddenly aware of the threat to them. Uh, and they hid in the bottom right-hand corner of the box for the entire sortie. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise they'd get shot down, you know. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they they circled around. I mean, we just trundled in as you do, as the Mademois do, you trundle in and you do your bits and you do the best you can, uh, and it'll get shot down. But they trundled, you know, they just hid. They went, well, we'll just get shot down if we do anything else, and that was it. Yeah. It was, you know, you imagine the debrief at the end.
0: Wow, well, we wouldn't be there because it's an air to air debrief and it takes about seven days. So,
2: <laughs> at least,
0: um, no way yeah. I'm going to that. I tell you, I went to one actually when I got shot down by an F 16. I had to go stop, minute, whatever. I got shot down by an F 18 on our own side. It was a um, US Navy one.
2: Oops. And it,
0: I just, I'm never going to an air to air debrief again. It just goes on so long. You know, when MUD's finished, we go home, don't we? It's like, yeah, yeah. target, GH, GH, bar. There we go. Brilliant. <laughs> Three minutes done. But then we've got a plan for the weekend, have not we? So I'm looking at this then, and what I'm getting, and I'll bring us back up, is I've got some questions I really want to ask. because I know this is important to you guys, so I want to do this as well, though. So here we're looking at, um this is the caucuses. We're looking at the guy who's got the most air-to-air air kills, for example. We're looking, yeah. so we've got a list there, which is great. Um, you, you said, I believe you said, Simon, at some point that the Hornet was the aircraft that is used 50% of the time within... DCS at the moment.
2: Yeah, I'll let Ben take this up because he's, yeah. uh, he's following the stats and the uses quite closely and commenting internally for us. And which, excellent. Uh, and his his, his uh, um, summary will hopefully go public later today. But Ben, take it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean these, these stats now that we're looking at on here are purely over the
1: last what 13, 14 hours it's been running yeah. the competition. So um and you get a good idea there on the the airframe flight time, you know, the audit. 50 hours nearly now hour of flight time, yeah. uh, which is double the F-16. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's clearly very popular within within this competition. Uh, and it's also reflected in its uh kill to death ratio down below there. You know, it's two to one nearly down on air to air for the Hornet. Um and the F-16's 46 kills for 52 deaths, which is a surprise for me to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised at that, because one thing that we were discussing, obviously, when we did this PvP, was there There are guys that are specialists. They game this, don't they? They go, right, what's the What's the thing I can do here? I'm going to yeah. run out of fuel, probably, and crash into a bush. Fine. But what can I do to get that kill? Well, if I take an F-16 with two AMRAMs, I might take a, a, a fuel tank or not. It doesn't matter. But if I take a fuel tank, I'll go at mark 1.6, 50,000 feet if I can, lob these missiles as far as I can, jets in the tank, run for home. I might make it. I might not. An F-18 is not going to be able to do that because people will put like eight AMRAMs on an F-18 and a fuel tank, be a drag right. monster basically, sitting 25,000 feet if they get there because the Hornet doesn't go that high. We don't fly above 30,000 and they're doing yeah. maybe mark 0.9 if they're lucky. So they're at a huge disadvantage. They're never going to get any of those missiles off basically. They're just taking missiles. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We're going to a bit of that then I suppose, aren't we?
1: Yeah. and and. Also, the, the thing about this competition as well is the deaths count against you. So, um, you know, if you are being uh, frivolous with your life in the competition, it will count against you. you. It's it's better to go out and not do not kill anything and get back than it is to go out and get a kill, but like you say, run out of fuel or run into the ground because yeah. you've wasted your time then. Okay. Uh, so we were hoping that people just just do it a little bit more sensibly and, and, and um, rather than what they call it, air quaking, don't they, where people are just Constantly going out with ten arm rounds and firing them off in thirty seconds and going back getting ten more. So um, yeah, I I don't
2: think this guy Gurika. I mean, I've been shot down by him before. uh, He he, he spends, um, as far as I can tell, most of his life in uh, buddy spikes um, um, campaigns. And you see, he's top not only is he top air to air, but he's second in the air to ground. Yeah, he's, uh, he's doing very well at the moment, and that's his. So those stats are his overall stats
1: in the the buddy spike uh, yeah. servers that are running all year round so um you know you can see he's spent 368 hours in the surveys he's, he's a um, very dedicated to buddy
2: spike and you see his kill to death ratio there the, the bottom left hand corner kd ratio what's that 9.57 uh, which one I'm looking at here, there, oh yeah, 9.57,
0: Yes, yeah, number of kills That's to it. death, so he kills 10 yes, aircraft uh, for every time he dies. He really is
2: Sabres versus MIGs, he's 10 to 1.
0: Yeah. yeah, he really is. Actually, this guy, I don't know who this guy is, but I a like him Hornet, already. A
2: Hornet wizard.
0: Or her, ah, or they, yeah, let's or not get into her. that. Right, yep. Let's not assume a pilot's gender, please, come on. This is the internet, 2022. So can I, with this then, can I bring in some questions from, from my team? I think they're... Sorry,
1: right.
0: Okay, uh, let me bring this down then. I like that a lot. So anyway, um, I've gone across and I've asked these guys and, and girls. We have women in the server here as well about these questions. And I'm just going to go through some. A lot of them are, are very similar, of course. So um, they do say that uh, one of the ones, yeah, Vulcan. I mean, it's, it's a thing that you are, is, are you concerned about bringing this in. Is there a timeline for that? And um, Can you explain what it kind of is and how
1: it's going to be beneficial? <laughs> I can't, Ben. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, timeline, I mean, no, it's, it's, it, we're actively working on it, um, but it takes as long as it takes to, to to bring that in. And I don't fully know the whole benefits of it. Um, but we're going to see some performance in, increases, I think. Uh, maybe not huge ones from, from what I hear. People generally are expecting Vulcan to be um, this huge like, rev- revolution. But I think it's just going to really just streamline the way DCS works rather than triple performance or something like that but honestly I'm not the best person to talk about the technicalities of it yeah we're, we're not computer geeks so but it yeah. is it's definitely something that's you know it's been worked on
2: there yeah. are two or three there are two or three people working on it full time so it's it's not being cheap to implement and it's not simple
0: Okay, that's fine, and I think that's the answer that we, I think that we're expecting. I, I haven't got an issue with it, to be fair. Yeah. Um, some some more practical ones. Then one of the ones someone said, how do you actually start? So, what was the initial product that you built on top of to create
2: DCS? Uh, well, it goes back in the day to. Do uh, you remember Lockon? Yeah, lock on. Right. So Lockon was the first thing, uh, and uh, we were looking. Uh, I mean, I've been with Nick nearly twenty years now, give or take a couple of years. I've known him for, for two decades, Nick Gray, the owner. Uh, and um, he was very, he, and he built it for fun. He built Lock On for fun, because he wanted to make a, a decent flight sim, because he felt there wasn't a decent flight sim, where the focus was um, the flight envelope, You know, because a lot of the stuff in the 80s, 90s ran on rails. Uh, and uh, so Lock On was, uh, was very much uh, his baby. Uh, and uh, following on from the tradition of things like Flight of the Intruder, we had the same people involved. That was a really superb um, Vietnam-era game. Um, and Nick, uh, so, so we actually got a, got interest of the A-10s uh, at, uh, I want to say Mountain Home, but I can't remember exactly where it was. And yeah. the A-10, the US Air Force said, can we use this to train? And that was really the start of us taking it super seriously and going, okay, How can we make it better, better, better? And our mantra has always been, the first thing is always the the flight model's got to be perfectly accurate. And the next thing is, everything else has to be as realistic as possible. Otherwise, it's not going to pass buster. It doesn't come out. And that's one of the reasons why we don't produce that much stuff per year. You know, even though we're looking at over 150 staff, uh, it is really labor intensive to get out products that are perfect and realistic. And I mean, you looked at the looked at the uh, Top Gun um, video that we put out a couple of days ago at the end of um, last week. Yeah. Uh, and I sent that to a few people. And they said, well, hang on a minute. Is that all in-game footage? And you say, I sent that to you as well. Like, yeah. like- <laughs> Is that all Are you sure? Yes, absolutely sure. You used to see the outtake reel. So yeah. uh, as, you, yeah. as, you, as you can imagine. So it's, it's you know, it, it's a big, 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 big product.
0: I blew my mind, that film. I, I sent that to my brother. He's an airline dude out in Dubai as well. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what I'm, I even put it on fast. I put it on um, Facebook and said, Air Force, I'm using this to teach. What are you using? I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not trolling them, but this is better than any sim I ever had in the Air Force, which is why I am teaching it now. I mean, no, it, it literally is better. You've got militaries around the world actually using this now anyway, haven't you? It's, I don't know how many more you have since last time. Can you tell or can you not say?
2: Yeah, no, we can't say right now. Uh, yeah,
0: okay, that's fine. Uh, so when I flew a mosquito, I got hypoxic. Did a whole video on that, didn't I? I'm like, yeah. You build a hypoxia in the crane. You should have told me first, I'm sitting there going dark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it actually felt real as well. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so someone said, Oh, yeah, the F- I've got to speak to you about the F5 heading in the corks as being different in the way that I think there's there's a variation issue. I want to speak to you about that because I teach on the F5. And I, oh, I do
2: not tend to agree. I, I, I agree. I, I, I fly a lot F5, and, and we do have a, a spanking new F5 coming, and the artwork looks fantastic. So, all the F5 lovers out there, yeah. Just like the A10-2C, I'm speculating, here. I don't think we're expecting F5 owners to buy it again. I think it's going to be, you know, plus $10 deal or something or, yeah. or, or whatever it costs. But it's been yeah. in the artwork now for about uh, nine months to a year. And it looks spectacular, the, the new, new F5, a new SU-25 for those people like me who are massive SU-25T fans. Um, okay. So th- that, That's really exciting for your F5 uh, community. I think Is they're going to the be is it Sorry, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, okay okay yeah. i think it's six degrees variations missing off the core because we did a flight last night and all the same all we do is we subtract six degrees it doesn't really bother us too much um weather dynamic weather engine ben is that you yeah again in
1: development it's um it is something that will will come but um can't give time scales
0: you know what's funny pizza one of my one of my new guys i have guys come in all the time one of the new guys said um Tim, why is the weather always so nice in your server? Bang. That next day, down on the deck, 400 feet, left it there for four weeks. You <laughs> ain't messing around with this stuff. I could do it. And he's like, can you change it back now, Tim? I'm like, yeah, do you bring that stuff to me? I'll make the weather back. I mean, I, I, mean, I love
1: I love flying in DCS in, in bad weather. and um, I do enjoy that. But yeah, it's just the that is the evolution of the new, you know, the new clouds were the first first step. Um, yeah. And and we'll, we'll move on from there. It's, it's just not... Things don't just get done overnight, um, and and just because you don't hear us mention it doesn't mean that we're not still working on it.
0: No, completely agree. I love the I love the weather by the way. Um, we have a lot of weather. We also have crosswinds, obviously, because that's how we, we improve, isn't it? By having circuits with crosswinds, they've got to be a calculation. And uh, the weather, I I, I think is brilliant. I flew. Um, is it the ACLS in the Hornet? We did boat work with that the other day. Yeah. Brought in. I, I I've got a I just spent four thousand pound on a computer because I have to have the fastest machine of anyone just to lead the field there. Uh, with a with a reverb g2 i'm using OpenXR through so making it a bit better so i've got that on i'm at at night i'm in weather i'm going to the carrier i brought the weather right down and i'm putting the acls in and it's freaking me out i've nearly done it we also play an audio track over the top of um of carrier com basically so we've got a bit of chatter there to bring in the realism it stretches people's capacity they hate it of course and the guys are freaking out they're all in the all in the stack going, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And then they're coming down to the deck, smashing into the deck and getting the jets on, there's rain on the deck and the whole thing. I took it off afterwards, bright daylight, went downstairs like this, <laughs> never doing it again. I haven't been back to the boat since, to be fair. Um, right, someone said, what's the, I want to get on to. don't let me forget, what is the future of DCS, the DCS 3.0, whatever they're calling, it. but we'll get onto that in a second. Um, People do talk about air traffic com could be a little bit more refined. Is there anything that you're looking at with the com element of this, more kind of like Falcon BMS, style, I suppose, a little bit?
2: Uh, yeah, shall I check that, Ben? Yeah, uh, yeah we're doing a whole, uh, for, for both uh, for both modern era and World War 2 we're doing a whole com reset. Okay. The, uh, the, 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 the problem is, of course, is that it takes 10 million hours of recording yeah. I mean, every time everything changes, you know, if, if you just think about all of the digits and all, you know, yeah. steer two six zero, steer two six one, steer two six two, God, steer two six three. I could go on, uh, you know. So everything has to be recorded. Everything, everything, reasonably possible. Uh, so it's just, it's just another thing that is competing oh, yeah. for time and recording voice. We have also we're looking at using Microsoft. Uh, what's the software called? Ben, I can't remember. Um, Azure. Yeah, know, the, yeah, we did look at the text. The, you know, auto voice. So oh, okay. there are lots of discussions going on about how best to do comms. We are aware that it is, hasn't been updated for a while. It needs updating. And then, of course, World War II is a whole different language. Yeah. You know, cabbages over the briny. Um, uh, red leader. You know, it, yeah. it's uh, so it, 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 so it's twice as much work. So, yeah, good question. We, we're on it. Okay, that's fine. Like
0: The thing about this is, really, is we know you're on it. That's the great thing about the community. We know you're on it. You know, we all do. And all these guys are saying here, I'm loving this. It's with with my school. One thing I say, I'm this is not an advert. A lot of guys and girls are here, and it it, for mental health reasons that makes sense. So they come in here and they get a lot of. I, I know you guys. You know, I talk about it a lot. Okay, I talk about it a lot. Their relationships improve. I'm not just making this up. I can point. you, I can show you the reviews. Their relationships improve with with the family. They, they're getting better sleep. They're feeling like they're doing something. They've got a purpose their lives, uh, and it's not just in my school. It's all people using your product are saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Saying that. So, um, one of the guys though was uh, saying all about data cartridges. Is that I don't really know about data cartridges. Is this a preload mission thing? That
1: is it? Is that something you're looking at? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's especially for the you know the the more modern jets we get, the Hornet, the F sixteen, the AH sixty four now, uh, the helicopters. Yeah. It's- so it, certainly for multiplayer, especially, it, would be, it will be a huge help because you you, know, you get into a multiplayer mission, you're putting your waypoints in because it may be not be pre-programmed um, and you can spend half an hour quite easily on the ground programming the jet, how you, where you want to go and what you want to do. And then if something happens, you, you know, you might end up getting shot down, driving into a mountain, then you have got to start again and you've got to do it all again. Um, whereas with a data cartridge, you know, it, it automates that process somewhat so you just plug it in the jet, similar to what you know the JF seventeen um, has that system now. The the Viggen has had it for a long time.
2: Um, so yeah, it's certainly important for the modern jet, and it is something we yeah, are indeed. We are it's doing. one of the things that's really important. I mean the the, the stats. Well, you know that we are we are stats. We we look at everything that. Uh, uh, that that our game does and, and how people use it. The average usage has gone up in the past three years from, that's when people sit down, play DCS, and and then go away and do something else, you know, make tea, go to the pub, um, watch paint dry. There, so the average time has gone from 18 minutes, I think it's up at about 27 minutes now. So a 50% increase, average mm-hmm. time of people doing DCS. So time is everything. And you know, if you, if you really take in the effort to start up a jet properly, or a Spitfire using the wobble pump, or, or whatever, or a Mustang, and sit there warming up the engine, and then you bin it on takeoff. You know, to have to go through that again, you think seriously, especially when you're there in the early stages. And this is one of the huge speed bumps, which is real in, in both the real world and in and in DCS. And there's no, you know, there's no getting around it. However, comma, universal data cartridge, yeah, it's a t- fantastic idea. We're looking at a couple of a uh, couple of things that will solve it just as Ben said, just to solve the the, the the secretarial time, typing on the ground. We like the Viggins, we, the real one in the Viggin, we like the one in the Jeff. Um, so, you know, okay, absolutely yeah. not realistic, but because it saves time, producing yeah. more time in the jet doing stuff than typing. Or, yeah. or in the helicopter, I mean, in the cab, in the jet or in the cab. I quite enjoy doing that.
1: So go no, on, go on. I no, enjoy yeah, doing the 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 inputting of coordinates and all that. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it once mm. in in like a in a session. I don't want to keep redoing it. Not that I'm suggesting that I get shot down a lot and have to start again. But I think once is enough. You know, you just it, it gets a bit frustrating if you have to then start putting the same coordinates back in and yeah, you j know, JDAMs and things like that. So. Yeah. I think Same you- with
0: cold starts, you know? so My, my yeah. guys cold start for seven weeks, they cold start, and then the jets are hot from then on because, you know, there's, there's no point, is there? Um, with that said though, uh, we, we did talk a little bit about onboarding and, and one of the things that I get is guys and girls come to me and they say, how much knowledge do I need of DCS? Or they know that it's quite good for mental health work here and it's a great university to learn about. And so they come on and say, I've never played it before, Tim. Um, can you help me set up? Is there an easy aircraft I can fly? And so what We'd like, and I know you're doing MB339, and when we had a look at that mod, we liked that a lot, but I won't allow mods into the server because then everyone's got to have a mod, haven't they? You know what I mean? So we only fly actual DCS aircraft at the moment. I think you're doing stuff with the 339 because that allowed me to get in the jet with someone else then, you see. So a newbie yeah. comes in. I can be in there with them. I can talk about putting curves in because every aircraft got different control sets. Some people are using warthogs. Some are some, you know. So we all try and talk about getting your curves sorted out. I Make the F5 easier to fly, of course, by flattening the curve in the center, maybe chopping the edge off. Um, is there is there a twin seat aircraft coming in that that we can use for that in the future, possibly then? Such as the yeah. 339. I mean,
1: is that well the 339 is coming as an official uh um, yeah. module, so that'll probably be the, the best one
2: in the short term, I would say. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's That's the iceberg one currently as well. I don't like that is the 101's not usable or is it usable now yeah L, l39 and c1 are one of both.
0: yeah usable. yeah we so we like the 39 in fact on the uh we, we're just rebuilding the entire school at nellis is going to be fantastic that's where everyone's going to go and up at tonapar where the test range is you're going to have a little airfield there and it's going to have f86 little mig 19 as if you're an old school pilot you know this is where you meet up yeah. a cup of tea with your mates and you go to the range but um we did look at the 101 i just i just couldn't I I hate the thing it's just a slow it's it's a slow day isn't it you know what I mean I'm like what what am I doing here what what, (laughs) what's going on it's like the L39 I'm just like I'm just literally living by the stool, but um (laughs) that's that's
2: just not me I've just got a Mustang coming past
0: yeah exactly you're like ah oh, just take it a piss mate just take it <laughs> so we've talked about that we talked about the well the, we know I've talked to Simon about the ai improvement uh, that we've got at the moment and you have spoken about that haven't you people notching in the right place now and everything yeah. else that's pretty much come in isn't it you released that
2: already yes it has it's been a massive success so uh, we've really been working hard we started about it started in earnest probably about um 6 months ago uh, and uh, Ben and I uh, working with Growling Sidewinder just to understand, it hasn't improved either of our air to air skills, uh, but just to understand. Uh, BV, we start started with BVR, just understand BVR, okay, right. You know, I'm a mud beaver, so BVR is mostly beyond me uh, and beyond visual range. So, so started uh, with Growling Sidewinder, which is, uh, which is uh, fantastic, and then gave our coders you know an idea of this is how the this is how the, the 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 pilots think uh and then wags really took the bull by the horns uh he's obviously wags was working about 18 20 hours a day but wags then made that his priority he could see that the that the groundwork had been relayed properly and him and our lead program in the area uh, ilya uh, absolutely did a fantastic job so so on ace level now the ai is like a sneaky human um so and we're really delighted i mean absolutely delighted with it and it's really really said said before, not for the faint-hearted uh now now we the next the next phase is we're working on two things um uh world war ii but m- but the next most important thing is is uh, bfm jet
0: bfm ah okay yeah because that when and i find the, F- here
2: You'll be yeah. it. So, so it won't all be zoom and boom. Okay, um, the AI will be understanding when it wants to do one circle, when it needs to do a circle, what its rate speeds are. You know what it, 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 it. So seeing the world as a human, and again, it goes back to the main thing, which is it's got to be really think like human, understand the situation. But of course, you know you do one thing, one situation, okay, then the answer is this, this, or this, depending on your skill level. If it's that, and of course then the tree of possibilities goes out to very quickly to, uh, to infinity. But, you know, doing the first three or four steps is, is it, it will be properly, it's going to be a major achievement uh, yeah. in getting the AI to, to feel like you're fighting a human, uh, especially, yeah. especially the really, really dumb AI, which should be great for the, uh, Great for for people new to DCS, uh, because even even currently the AI is really frightening for uh, for for noobs in air to air. I mean, it really is even even rookie AI. Uh, but but for people who then understand a bit of uh, air combat, you know, it's they're, they're almost dismissive of the AI. So that's what we're changing. So one of
0: the comp- not complaints, one of the observations, is a better word that my my team tend to have when they're very new to DCS. Yes, is they, yeah, stop moaning, what are you doing? Yeah, we don't have victims in here. It's a school for crying out loud. Um, they, they come into DCS and they get the splash page with some aircraft that are free and they can use. And there are some missions they can practice. There doesn't seem to be, I, it doesn't seem to be anything that, that kind of says, like explains what it, I mean, obviously we've got a lot of YouTube videos, so they come back out and then they go and watch a YouTube video. Like, what is DCS? And they see CAP or, or grounding Sign or myself. There's nothing that they sort of have an introduction to. They literally have to select an aircraft Select the first mission, and and they've then got to bind their their joystick and throttle themselves, and they've got to work out how to do that. Is there anything that can be done about that new user experience to make it more? um, Well, so so people, because it's free, I think this is the issue you've got. People download it because it's free. They go, have a look at it. No, it's too complicated. I'll go and play War Thunder. Is there anything that you can do with that? Like more of a way of onboarding new?
2: Uh, it, it's an eternal discussion, and it's the discussion we were having last night at senior management level. It, it is, it is the eternal discussion. Okay. How do you get people to convert from, say, War Thunder to DCS? Uh, I, 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 we are working on making the binding easier and more automatic, so the system sees what you have got and says, okay, so you've got a, an A10 Thrustmaster A10 Warthog stick. Your binds are set, it knows, it knows everything. But the, but you still have to understand it. And, and the problem the problem with having uh, a sim that is such a beast as DCS is, is that it is as hard as real life, but I mean, it really is, except for the smell of rubber and all those other kerosene, burnt kerosene, things that we live with daily, Tim. Uh, and it, it takes time and it takes one-to-one. You know, I mean, it, it's very much a one-to-one thing. It very much, and I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know anybody who plays DCS who's picked it up and gone. Well, ben might be an exception, and has just done it themselves and just only used YouTube, without having a mate going. Okay, it's this, 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 and this. But we'll then watch the YouTubes to reinforce it. So uh, I think once you get one jet, though, once you get one jet. And you know who's doing what on YouTube, your YouTubes, Caps, YouTube's Grim Reapers, uh, you know, um and and, and whoever else, Spud knockers, all of those people, long shots. You know where to look, tactical Pascal, what they're teaching, what their what their broad area of expertise is. So it gets a lot easier. It's just the first jet, you're right, is is the hardest thing.
0: Yeah, I had a guy that said um he said I think DCS is rubbish because I'm 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 flying an A ten and I'm and I just it keeps just being in this buffet all the time and what he was doing because he was pulling a stick back expecting the jet he just didn't of course and what, what i th- what i do as an instructor and, and of course I, I know you've been in that that kind of realm before as well is you have to try and think about what these people don't actually know so the unknown unknowns and it's hard because no he's got no knowledge none zero it's not like me taking a student on this jet here that's been through three and a half years of flight training it's just a bit faster mate you'll be all right you know what i mean crack on they, they don't know what they don't know so yeah they don't know that you've got a set of power so power attitude team equals performance i teach all that that's what the primo so guys say to me can i can i just join the extremists do the weapons you won't survive mate i don't mean that in a physical sense what i mean is everyone's going to get pissed off for you because you just can't fly in battle you can't be like that it's and i've done it before guys have insisted on coming into extremists all right let's see how this works out for you then and the other guys chuck them out because they can't even start a bfm set with them because a guy can't fly at 15,000 feet 350 knots straight and level at one mile battle in an f5 he hasn't learned mm-hmm. how to do it and so you know it's, this is what i find is a bit is this is what's so well, that's what makes it so realistic isn't it you built something that's too realistic how oh, dare you that's the problem <laughs> well, yeah the t- i mean a
2: typical experience that that uh that i have with with people you know with certain people uh my brother for example you know he 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 he'd love to be a fighter pilot he was in the navy sadly uh won the Cod Codwall single-handedly he would have you know he'd have given his right arm but you know he's he has no feel he, he doesn't know what he doesn't know so he doesn't know the g in the seat of the pants so so he's a yanker you know he's a, he, yeah. you know, he, he you know everything is full deflection and and yeah. you know they say okay let's start but even before you go to battle and you'll know this say so right we'll go off and just stay in fighting just stay 400 yards back yeah. left or right just just uncomfortable over there somewhere okay and we're just going to be doing this and he'll go i hear this oh what is it
0: yeah I've lost,
2: where are you like 900
0: miles yeah i know and it's the biggest frustration we we do so much teaching on just getting airborne information and staying information and then you know supporting each other in battle and it's a massive workup um someone was saying Someone said, uh, Are you bringing a tornado in? Because they've seen a lot of tornadoes in your recent videos. Is that something you can talk about or not? Y-
2: yeah, it's uh, yes, it's planned, is the answer.
0: To it's that planned. That. Yeah. They've also said, Can I do the the, the voice for the rear cockpit? Because I keep telling my students that they never land on the center line. And I'm always like, What are the crocodiles on the center line? Are there? What's wrong with the center line? If you can land on the edge, you can land on the sit. So they want me to be in the back. But I think probably no one would buy it if I was in the back of that jet. you have to get
2: a brevet, Tim. <laughs> with, with <laughs> never a,
0: happening. An, an M. You're going to be in the back seat. That's the thing. You'll be there. you get all that. I'll be like, oh, got to mute. Um, they also said, let's have a look then. Afghanistan, Matt, that won't be too difficult to do, will it? It's not much going on there, really. Um, so what else? Hand- oh, yeah. One of the things that we do, and now I know you can do this, and I don't care what else you do in your game from now on forever, full stop, apart from this. We're in VR. So we, we can, when we move our head, of course, the heads in the cockpit move. We all agree that's a thing. When we when we take off, my guys are counting down: three, two, you know, breaks release, three, two, one, go. Yeah, I just want a nod. I just want a nod. That's all I want. I don't want anything else. Give me a nod.
2: that going to be. Do you know what? I tell you what we could do. We're gonna ask. We're going to ask let, let's see if we could do that. Let's take. a nod. I'll be epic. Our pilots are the least best part of our artwork. <laughs> are they uh, yeah but the, some of the work that's being done some of the work i've seen they look fantastic the ones that are coming uh the facial expressions the real rather than being you know avatars they're real they look like real humans uh i wonder really? if i wonder if you can get a nod in that's actually an excellent, excellent i love line. a nod also oh, really? when i fly with you, I'll
0: I'll
2: write you. That down. yeah no. thank you when i fly with
0: you simon sometimes things go wrong let's say and we end up ejecting oh, let's yeah. just say and yeah. we're on the ground together and we can't see each other. And what I'd like is to meet up, go find a cafe and have a debrief, you know what I mean? So can we see each
2: other? Order a virtual pint.
0: Yeah, I want want to get down in the Weedersphere with a gun and go, right, let's go and get a pint, yeah. We've just wrecked two jets. Um, They do talk about uh, how much more advanced can we expect VR interaction in the future? So this is where we talk about in-cockpit hand tracking for controls, and I don't really think you better do that, really. Are you looking at, do you, so obviously I don't know whether you've got the stats, you'll have the stats on this what's the difference how many people are flying vr and how many people are using say track ir another head tracker uh
2: we think we think uh i think we're at about 10 percent vr at the moment 10 percent. i would have yeah. thought all oh my guys use vr by the way well yeah, i would say maybe it's growing it's growing massive it's growing exponentially but uh well because once you put a vr hat on mm. you never go back you never go back it's, it's a completely different world
0: especially formation work especially boat work yeah uh headway refueling yeah air combat of course everything yeah. It, it really is. I mean I've got a reverb D2 with a thirty eighty Ti now, so I'm maxing this stuff out. You're sixty four gigabytes with the big emissions. And uh there's always issues. You, it's I always issues.
2: A... four gigabytes. Wow. there's
0: yeah. really can I get more? I didn't realize i get more. Am I lacking? How dare I? I'll go spend another four grand, shall I, on your product? You you
2: thirty ninety Ti and 128 gigs.
0: <sighs> Never at the end of it. No, I won't. I can't yeah. keep
2: doing it. I've got I'm a this called Throbber, my new one. <laughs> right.
0: I've got a contract with the people that made the last PC every four years. They just build me another one every four years.
1: Just, well, that's good for
0: them. They're really good, actually. I, I'll give them a name drop. They're called Palicon bubbing Crew. There's a young dude up there who sold me the first PC when I left the military a few years back, and he just built me the next one. And he keeps saying, no, you don't want that. We'll just do this. I've got that in the back drawer. Put that in. Or I'll tell you what, that card is great, but well, let's go for this one. I end up driving back with something that weighs 20 kilograms or something. Yeah. Try hide that from the wife. That's not easy, I'll tell you right now. Um, So he so, says, "Yeah, can we get walk? Can we get walkabouts? Basically, people just like to explore the villages, you know, <laughs> walk around." Um, we had someone actually the other day driving a. He was driving. A, he must have been on combined arms. He was driving a little tank around, and spotting. Oh, we we're all in Apache's on one of the Friday night things on VR in Apache's. And you know when your gunner fires a missile without telling you? That's some scary experience like that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. yeah. I kept saying, "Tell me, mate. Another one comes off." I'm like, "Jeez, mate, they're behind my ear. Just tell me when you're going <laughs> to fire a missile you. But yeah, a little tank was driving around. That was quite cool. Um, let's have a look. So we, we we do talk about radar handling in F-18 a lot because the F-16 seems to be a lot more intuitive. This is obviously, from what I'm gathering with the manuals that I'm reading, which are obviously the real manuals, it seems to be an F-18 switchology type thing, you know what I mean, as opposed to an F-16, which seems to have a lot more automatics. You know, you do not Do you keep trying to improve these radars? Or are you trying to keep them as realistic as possible? Because we do.
1: we get a lot of drop locks and things like that. I think as realistic as possible is always the um the guiding factor for us. Um and we do it to the best of the available documentation we have. Um the the drop locks, it depends on the situations, doesn't it? On, on yeah. what's dropping a lock, you know, um maneuvering target. It, it's obviously if there's a clear bug, we would fix it, but um Yeah, I don't think it's a bug. I think I mean yeah, you radar be... handling
2: radar handling is a massive skill to getting it get, yeah. just getting the elevation let alone the Left, right, getting the elevation correct, and the, I mean, you know, Tim, it's not, it's not automatic staring eye of Sauron, uh, which sees everything, and tracks it automatically, and tells you where to fire. It does take a bit of effort, a bit of understanding. So ninety nine point nine percent of people yeah. say, oh, the radar doesn't work properly. It's yeah. not the radar that's not working. Yeah, properly. yeah. Pretty, pretty decent results in the
1: Hornet. You know, if you, you get yourself set up properly, get your memory set, get, you know, narrow your your. Uh, yeah it down make sure you're on the elevation um, and do everything you can to help the jet keep the, the, the contact then you know never guarantee you're going to keep it forever but generally well, here, it's good. here's one the track while scan
0: apparently should I don't, well we're getting so detailed on we've got i'm going to say this then we're going to leave it we're going to leave this right. with, the track while scan apparently should default to auto and not default to manual right now when you lock a target it stays in manual so i have to tell my guys from range while scan track while scan auto. While yeah so maybe that's no. that'll come in the future
1: will oh, right. i'll check i'll check on that if we can you know if they've got documentation say that's what it should be then them, yeah, it's a couple
0: them. of former C drivers here, and a, a it doesn't ring a bell actually to me that
1: it may already be reported that one. So
0: yeah, it might be already with you. It's Just it makes sense, doesn't it? If you're going to lock a target and it goes straight to track while scan, you you think that that radar will be in an automatic mode now, not in your manual. It doesn't really matter, of course, because all you do is you go auto. But yeah, um, yeah, and then you can deselect from manual if you need to. This is the problem you see because when I do this, it's like being back at being back at work in the air force, and it, and it shouldn't be. It's a, it's a game that's what makes it so great though doesn't it that's that's the issue that's why see people here with the questions are so invested in this and that's why they they subscribe to the school and I have to make them they actually have to pay a physical cost to be here else they don't do the work that I ask them to do you know because else we're flying with people who haven't done the work and ruining the experience for everyone so I there's a gym up the road where I live near Cheltenham it's a municipal gym so it's owned by the council I set my subscription price to exactly the same price that that gym has for membership it's because it's like a gym of the mind. So if they go down, I go down. They it goes up, I go up. You know, That's how I do it. So people come in and it's like a gym. And of course, they can fly at any time. So now we're getting on to the bit where we're talking about the future growth of future. This is my sign with future. What is the future growth then? What's the growth path that you guys have been chatting about in your meetings that people will be interested well,
2: in? Yeah, well, there are two things. I mean, the first of all, the first one is obviously is, is modules. So what what modules are coming? so well we've got the Falklands map coming out in a couple of weeks yes fantastic I mean with with ships and all kinds of things so and I absolutely love it I mean the feel of it is it just feels amazing um so uh, not that I was ever there but I can imagine all those poor air defenders who went down there for three six months you know feels fantastic lads. Um in terms of uh, airplanes uh we've got the um has got the F15E coming out obviously. We've got the Typhoon F4 I think still later this year. Typhoon early next year. Um I cannot tell you what we're doing <laughs> internally right now. Um not because I cannot tell you but not because i don't know but i just we just can't we just can't share what we're up to okay. um but i suppose you know if you think about airfix kits you know once you've done the Spitfire, once you've done all the germans and all the brits and all the japanese aircraft you know what then it, it, it then that just becomes a case of updating and then a prioritizing of of all of the others mm-hmm. uh and those that you can't get the info on is you know when do you you know at what stage do we think okay we maybe we should do a low fidelity su-57 felon maybe we should do that you know as it's, it's good as uh, the su 27 is and do better artwork and, and, and now all these things a lot of these things are mods already so we know what the community wants yeah and we've got mean module manager uh, in the works okay um, so that's one thing maps um yes um yes certainly falklands um afghanistan um uh to be confirmed but um but the the other thing of course is the dynamic campaign uh which we're working on now it, this has become uh a people talk about falcon 4.0 and um uh, what's it called bms bm yeah BMS. uh you know the, the the hardest thing about about a dynamic campaign is 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 understanding that you've got to start with the air commander's decision in his allocation of what he's got okay this is what i have got this is their roles for the day and then from from the air commander's allocation you then got to go okay well how does he decide where to put his caps and how densely do you want to distribute those caps and how densely do you want them manned and do you want to do fighter sweeps and by the way what's the what is the layering of the enemy iads and how are we going to tackle that and how do you build a package from the different air bases for the first four six hour period, how do you build a package and tell the AI to stay in that package to start here at this transit? Cor- oh, and how then? How do you build transit corridors and how do you decide where to and, and then? Okay, you, you're on your package and you've got you know you've got two fighters ahead, and then you've got a four ship, of seed, maybe a pair of deed, and maybe a couple of standoff jammers. Okay, what happens if they get four Su 27s coming the other way? You know, who does what then? What? Yeah, so. And this is just this is just one one you know small part of getting the AI to behave sensibly. Ground units, okay? Do we do, do we do the ground units have to you know how many ground units? A division, a brigade, a corps, an army, several corps, because you know units in game. How do we do that? Do we abstract it in another layer in a in a strategic layer, just like Falcon? Um, so that has, how do they decide? What their posture is. Are they attacking? Are they defending? Are they dug in? What's the terrain? What formation do they take? What do they do if they take 30% casualties? What difference does it all make? What about weather? What about yeah. training? What about morale? So the the maybe my maybe that minor rant has given you an idea. <laughs> but we're dealing with all of that. We are dealing with that complexity. And Ben and I are, and and a couple of the key members of the team are wading through it as fast as we can. It's just because it is so complex; it's taking a lot longer than we thought. But but we are on the right path, and, and I'm yeah. very optimistic about it now. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's- I want I want a campaign. I don't I don't necessarily oh. like going onto multiplayer and being shot down by some dude on grounding side server or wherever. You know, I'm just not interested. I'd rather fight my own little war in my own world where I can be king for a day. <laughs> that's all I want, and have a half-clever enemy, and I think that's maybe what eighty percent of people want. They want to go get shut down by some dude on some server, do they? Or Dunette. do that? You do know, they? to come and join my school. You see, we don't shoot each other down. We're not allowed or do, to. Or do they? Do, you, yeah. The, um... do
0: they? yeah. It is that. Is that what you're saying
1: as well, Ben? Is it? Yeah, I was just going to say it's the, the 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 dynamic campaign. It does. It's it's exciting to to see. Obviously involved with um at this stage it is it does it's very exciting for me and what it's going to bring to dcs um you know it's not a i know we, we've, we've been working on it a long time but it is a long-term project to get it right like simon was saying there's so many things that that need to be factored in uh, but when we do get there it's i think it's going to be worth it i'm i'm very um, very excited by it to be honest a couple more questions have come in just whilst we're here
0: um you know when you replay a file. I know people like growling Sidewinder will will fly in VR and then he replays the file, I think, and records that file. Because we know that the replay file isn't exactly the
1: yeah uh,
0: yeah. Is that is that can that be fixed at all? I mean, as a content producer, sometimes I'll I don't fly VR. I do mine. I fly tracker and I, I film it live, real time, because I'm authentic and stuff. But God, landing yes. on the carrier the other day, I had Paul Tremelling, who's Commander Paul Tremelling from the uh, he was a Harrier boss. He Was trying to talk me onto the carry did a big hour-long special with him there. He's got a new book out, and um I could hear his voice saying, Just come back a bit, just come. I'm like, that's how I sound normally Paul. You know what I mean? I'm on track IR. This is not easy on track IR. If I was on VR, it'd be easy. But um, when you replay a track file, of course, sometimes it doesn't, it's not the same, is it? Yeah. Why is that and can that be fixed?
1: Well, yeah, I mean that is because the I mean originally the track the track replay system was intended to help us um investigating problems and things like that. So it's, it's not deeper. a recording of of what what happened is a recording of your control inputs so and there's obviously certain aspects of the sim where there might be a random seed involved or something like that that just just that one tiny little difference that makes the track take a whole different um tangent from where it did originally so for fixing it i don't think there's if there's obvious bugs that creep into it now and again that we do fix but in general we can't make it be perfect so to fix it is a big job, but it has to be started from the ground up and, and remade. Basically, uh, which
2: priority number do you want that to be 3756? Yeah,
0: exactly. A I didn't ask the question, I didn't oh, ask sorry. the question, <laughs> not me. Hey, shoot the messenger. Go you don't want to see the rest of these questions, I you know you do, but um, so that really, I think, is pretty much it with the questions. There was a couple more here, just like an in is, is could you have an in flight save point? I don't know how that's possible, is it where you there's so much going on, isn't it? It. Uh, yeah,
2: sorry, that is something. I, I'm a big. I'm a big advocate of having a safe game, uh, and but and a, so we're working on a safe game. There is a jury ticket in for it. Uh, a safe right. game. Uh, so I think uh, I'm in the. It'll be a game changer school because you get a lot more people just building their own campaigns and their own big missions, so they mm. can go away. Everything freezes where it was, and then you can just go back to it. You know, you go back to wherever you were. It doesn't matter where you were. So, so it is certainly something that is uh, that is in the queue. Um, yeah, It's think- all I can say. But yeah, I'm i I'm a big big fan of it.
0: Yeah, I, I, that would be quite useful. I don't think I use it. Great question.
2: Of I, Whoever said that? Great question. Thanks. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll, I'll go and uh, I'll go and I'll go and tell him you, you sort of, Oh, here's a good one. Actually, the last one. Last one. Uh, there's a good one here. We kind of geek out a little bit sometimes over your product because a bit like that don't you know what i mean we just sit there and we'll, we'll analyze people's landings we we'll use tap view for it i'll build stuff with combat flight then i import into a mission or whatever you know we do that we've got different ways of tying things together i've got a wall with six screens on it and a laptop so i'm you probably call me a power user i guess you know what i'm saying one of the guys said here and it's an interesting one obviously we get some guys come back they land the jet heavy does all bouncing around would there be is there any way that we you could get like a to see what kind of stresses would be on the jet when he landed, you know what I mean? Like a, a G load or anything. And combine that with, is there could to be like a debugging mode where you can get airflow or turbulence modeling. So guys can see what the airflow is doing. It would, and I'm not saying, I mean, again, is it a button press? You can now see the turbulence flow of something. Is that easy enough to do? Or is it a build turbulence modeling in so that people can see it? It's just, it, guys like just trying to get into the detail of, well, Hornet, massive wing, F5, little wing. I've got to explain the differences about pulling jets around corner, alpha control, everything else. And they're just wondering if that's possible, that's all.
1: I think in terms of the airflow visualisation, I think that would, I think they. it sounds like a really good idea. But I think if we ever added that kind of thing, even with your computer, Tim, I think you would find you'd turn it on and it'd stop. Okay, okay. yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I think that was kind of debug. Obviously, our devs have debug tools for, Whatever they want, because they can just make a tool to debug whatever they, they need to. Yeah, but um, well, they suffer from performance because of it. You know.
2: Yeah. Anything um, that involves anything that involves fluid flow, flow, dyna- um, fluid dynamics, clouds, Bernoulli's, it just just kills processors. Completely kills processors. So. Um...
0: I mean, your clouds are amazing on the moon. I, I I sit up there with some of the guys, and let, we're flying. We're going to a range or something, and they'll be like, "Check out the clouds on the right, guys." I'm like, "Stay on message, guys. All right, we got you know we're about to do a check in." But they are quite pretty clouds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> On the way back, we'll go look at those pretty clouds because they are quite pretty. Yeah, but, no, they, they, they are huge improvement. You forget sometimes; you just get used to them, and then you—I'm like I, I'm the same. And you just look, at you, like, absolutely, no, they're pretty awesome. They look—they look really good. um
0: Yeah. The guys start up sometimes, at Nellis, whatever and it's because it's raining and it's all horrible. And you—you can—you can hear the tone is, you know, when you do it for real, Simon, when you're in a jet for real, and it's all like everyone's just a bit miserable because you're all getting wet. Yeah. They're all starting the jet, and everyone's a bit quiet, and no one's really saying anything because it's raining like horrible bit Nellis. And when they get above the clouds, all we'll start chatting like this. It's like, it's, I'm like, it's not real, guys. It's Not real, all right? You know. Uh, all no, I, know.
2: I think I think it is amazing. I mean, every day, every day, and I get into a cockpit, and I often get in, You know, and it does it every day. I I look at the product and I say, isn't this amazing? And, and, and it is just like flying jets. I never lost the joy of flying in the back seat of some dude like you, Tim, and going. You know down down the highlands at uh mm. down the great glen at 0700 on a on a yeah. rainy monday morning uh yeah. and go oh this is just amazing and it, and it is and it's the same feeling and it, it is amazing and you know to never lose that thrill and and to keep the realism the way that you've been doing in your school i mean we really tip our hat to you it's fantastic
0: It's. um i think it's why the falcons are going to be good isn't it because i think it's the closest we're going to have to like the north of scotland and glens to fly down and everything you know
2: yeah, we're just the reason it's delayed is because the penguin swarms are not quite right.
0: You got to get them right. That's the yeah. only
2: thing I want is the penguin swarms. <laughs> are you going to get them as
0: mm-hmm. you fly over; they'll fall over the backs. <laughs> so... <laughs> that's, that's not a bad idea. I will write, write it down. <laughs> I write
1: it down. <laughs> it down. and then immediately crossed out. <laughs>
0: yeah, are <laughs> yeah, taking Sims too far, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, look, I really appreciate having you both on. Um, if there's anything else you want uh, to. Make this a regular thing. Come back on. I get questions the whole time. And, and look at these these chats here. I, I think they're so beneficial for the community because people are really interested to in what's coming forward. I mean, the F-4, you've got to recognize you've probably got a hit on your hand with that aircraft coming out, haven't you? That's, yeah. that's just going to be the most amazing thing to, to put out. And, yeah, it's good. not easy. As
2: you know, it's not an easy jet either. It's an ergonomic nightmare. So yeah. it should be fun. Yeah.
0: Well, guys love the F-14. I, I don't really fly the F-14. I haven't really flown it at all because, like you said, how many jets can you have in your head at one time? You know what I mean? I've got F-18, F-5, AV-8B and F-16 that I would say I'm reasonably proficient in. Yeah. And then some historics that, you know, you and I go and fly sometimes, some some warbirds, mosquito. I love, by the way. I think, it's, I think it's just fantastic. A lot of the time on the Friday, we just all take up the warbirds around the Marianas, which is beautiful. And guys will just fly in a big formation around the island, doing nothing, <laughs> just sitting in warbirds, going, listening to Glenn Miller on the other day. Like from the 40s. And one of the guys, an American bloke, said that was like one of the greatest experiences he ever had in DCS, listening to Glenn Miller while sat in a Spitfire flying around the Marriottas. But yeah. it's just stuff like that. I, I'm a big fan of experiences now, and I think this is what people really want, and I think your product gives them such a unique experience for literally, the entry cost is is minimal. I mean, literally, it's free, isn't it? And then you go and buy a joystick, and then you get into it, and now you're invested, and now the wife's leaving you, and now you buy yourself with a dog in a house with a cup of tea and DCS, and that's all you've got left of your life as it slowly falls apart. But it's um it's fantastic the work you guys do so i really want to thank you for that and uh, thank you for coming on here it's um it's been great well,
2: we appreciate you all so uh and keep the feedback coming we you know we are what our community makes us uh and, and and that's it really uh if we're not a community then we're nothing
0: brilliant brilliant absolutely yeah. i think the community is the most important thing well thanks so much then
2: pleasure thanks tim thanks all
0: right what i'll do is a little outro in a minute and i'll leap around going Oh, wow, that was amazing what, what great guys and i'll do a bit of bit of like making all that, you know what I mean? So I'll be right.
2: (laughs) All right, cheers, Tim. Take care.
0: All right, great to see you.
2: Thanks, Ben. Appreciate you coming
0: along. All right, yeah, nice one. See you later, Tim. Cheers, Simon. Come and fly with us soon, okay? Both of you, all right? I will do, mate. Friday nights. Yeah, Friday nights. Also, when we do get the new school up in Nellis, one of my guys in Norway, uh, he's a bit younger than me, he's he's obviously on the spectrum somewhere because brain size of planet. He's gone and he's rebuilt towns and target sets all out of packing crates. So you can go with your targeting pod and you can find packing, you know, what looks like a town because he wants to make it real realistic. You know, he's got some hardened yeah. targets as well. But nothing's gonna fire okay. back at us in that. It's, it's just a, uh, it's it's as if you were like on flag or something. So that'd be quite okay.
2: good. No, absolutely. Well listen, I've got to get on the blur to Mr Grey right away. So um let us okay. uh, no, let's do this again, absolutely. And I will we will come and fly with you, okay?
0: Brilliant. The guys will love it. Well, that was great, wasn't it? We're going to do this more often, is bring the two guys back again and just really hit them some questions. What I made the mistake of doing 20 minutes before this is I put on my flight school. We use Discord. I said, Hey, guys, I'm interviewing two of the guys from uh, ED pretty soon. Uh, why don't you send me some questions? So that's what I was trying to go through here, guys, was the, the multitude of questions that's been sent to me. Wow. Yeah. And there was a lot more than that as well. Um, I'm not advertising my school. You know, I've got a school. If you do want to learn this product, then. Tim at fastshippperformance.com. I'll send you the timetable. everything else. You can just join for $10 a month and then just come and fly with us all and see whether you want to do some education. Great chat, really liked it. Comments below, guys, tell me, what did I miss? What did I not ask them? Because they'll get back to us. So world map, for example, I missed that out, didn't I? I think I alluded to it with with the valleys of Scotland, but you're right, I should have asked about a world map. But yeah, hit me with some comments and we'll see whether they, I'll make sure that um, Simon and Ben reply to in the comments then so uh really appreciate it though guys love the fact you subscribe I'll try and get more content out with you later uh thanks so much tim davies fast Hit performance